Our text today from John 21, Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. Dear friends of Christ, it's Confirmation Sunday, that's why we wear red, it's a Holy Spirit day, because the Holy Spirit is the one who works in our hearts to confirm our faith, uh, to help us grow. In the late service, we're going to be confirming seven kids, uh, Jackson Bergstadt, uh, Scott Dorman Heath, uh, Jacob Jones, Ray Kaiser, Mary Peterson, Faith Statler, and Isabel Young. And again, they're about to learn what all of us have come to learn just when you think Easter's over. There's still more. There's more Jesus. And just about the time you've eaten all the Easter candy, just about the time all the Easter lilies have turned to Easter stems, it turns out there's more Easter. More to go. More Jesus to receive. You know, we easily could have wrapped up Easter last Sunday. It would have been a perfect time to do it. John chapter 20 was our text. There the risen Christ was with His fearful disciples, showed Him His hands and the wound in His side. He breathed on them, which gave them the Holy Spirit to forgive sins, gave them the authority to forgive sins. And then He sent them out to spread the faith. Jesus even let Thomas in on the whole miraculous secret. Christ is risen. And Thomas joined them in believing and bowed down before Jesus' feet and said, My Lord and my God. That's a confession. It would have been a perfect ending to a perfect Easter story. John even makes it sound like he's concluding his book on John chapter 20. Now these things, now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ the Son of God, and that in believing, you may have life in His name. And everyone lived happily ever after. Close the curtain, cue the music, roll the credits. It's a perfect place to end the world's greatest story. But then you turn the page, and there's more. More Jesus. More Easter, yet another resurrection appearance of the Lord. Well, Easter is kind of like confirmation. And it's a confirmation journey that has no end. There's more. There's another page. You keep on learning. You keep on growing. You keep on praying. Like Easter, we continue the journey. Continue our studies. We continue to be strengthened. Confirmation means to be strengthened. It's a process. To be strengthened throughout your life. But that does not mean that you're strong enough to stand on your own at any point. To be strengthened in your life. But that does not mean you can stand against the dark forces of evil on your own. To be strengthened, you need more. More Easter. More Jesus. And so our theme. More Jesus. Confirmation is about confessing, like Thomas, who confessed the Lord this way, 
my Lord, my God. And long ago, you stood at an altar rail, maybe something similar like our altar rail that we have before our church this morning. And when you came before the chancel, you took your place at this altar and you stood around the throne of the Lamb of God. That's what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 5 that we read. All the saints, this is the feast, this is the foretaste of the feast. When we come and we partake in Christ's body and blood, we join a great mystery of the binding together of all the saints. A coming together of all the saved, all the redeemed. The body of Christ. The church. Joining the body of Christ. The Savior being united together around the throne and around the Lamb, joining the saints of the past. You're God's family. United with God and one another. United with all the believers, those living and those dead. Binding yourself together and singing the song of salvation in Revelation. Worthy is Christ, the Lamb who was slain, whose blood set us free to be the people of God. Confirmation Sunday is a perfect day to remember all that. We have more Sundays of Easter. And we, because we need more Jesus. So as you come to this altar rail again today, and as you come to receive Christ's body, and as you come to receive Christ's blood, you do so because... This is not an ending. This is the continuation of a story. It's a continuation of a story that never ends. This is not a conclusion. This is not a graduation. Confirmation is simply an invitation to turn the page. Turn the page. And with confirmation, there is another chapter more to your life, more Easter, more Jesus. That's what Saul learned. Saul was a bad guy. Saul was a Christian killer. But there was more. Turn the page. What happened in Saul's life? Turn the page. What happened to him? A light appeared. What happened to him? A voice was heard. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. Turn the page. And what happened to Saul? The old Saul, the slayer of Christians, became the new Saul, the preacher of the gospel. It was an incredible transformation. The resurrection of Jesus changed Paul's life, and the resurrection of Jesus changes your life too. It changes my life. It makes everything different. Because guess what? There's more. More Easter, more Jesus. What kind of future does Jesus have in store for you? What kind of future? Well, let me tell you. The Bible says that because of the resurrection, one day your body will die. And they're going to put your body in the grave, assuming Christ doesn't return first. And then, at the coming of Jesus, and He's coming again, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will rise. 
And you'll be given a glorified body, a new body. Because there's more. Turn the page. There's more Jesus. There's more Easter. And then we meet the Lord in the air. And then in our glorified bodies, no more sickness, no more suffering, no more pain, no more death, no more depression, no more despairing. He takes the whole universe and He melts it with intense heat and then reforms it. Puts it back together again. Makes us new earth and plants your feet on that grass. That's what happens when a Christian turns the page. That's what we are a part of. In our gospel lesson this morning, we see Jesus again. He who is dead is alive. And of course, another resurrection appearance. We find his disciples fishing. They've been fishing all night. And what did they catch? Nothing. All night, not a fish. But turn the page. Turn the page. What happens when Jesus shows up? There's always more. Turn the page. And guess what happened? They caught, a, they caught fish. Jesus said, cast the, night on the, the, cast, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. So they cast it. Now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. Now, none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. There's more fish. There's more Easter. There's more Jesus. This whole scene is kind of like a confirmation class for the disciples. As a matter of fact, Jesus even called them children. Just as, it, as day was breaking... Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to them, Children! Children! Do you have any fish? So children, have you learned anything yet? That's what Jesus was saying. Children, have you learned anything yet? And if you haven't learned anything yet, pay attention. Cast the net on the right side of the boat. Turn the page. And they did. And Jesus prompted 153 large fish to swim to their death. 153 large fish to swim into the net. Children, are you listening? Children, are you learning? Children, are you growing? Is your faith growing stronger? Don't you see the disciples still needed to learn more? And if the disciples still needed to learn more, after three years walking with Jesus, you need to learn more, and I need to learn more. We're all on a faith journey, and there's always more, more, more Jesus. 
But let me ask you a question. What would have happened if the disciples hadn't listened to Jesus and they hadn't cast their net on the other side of the boat? Well, they wouldn't have learned the lesson. They wouldn't have caught any fish. And what lesson did the disciples learn? Well, it's a lesson you need to learn. It's a lesson I need to learn. Do what Jesus says. Sounds so simple. So basic. Do what Jesus says. And yet it's oh so hard. Do what Jesus says. That's what God's children do. Do you know what that means? It means that you understand God. You understand his call for you. Do it his way. Trust in him. Live for him. Believe in him. Follow him. And always remember there is more Easter. There is more Jesus. Even when life doesn't make any sense and you've been fishing all night and not caught a thing, turn the page. More Easter. More Jesus. Even when doing things Jesus' way may seem like a waste of time, remember there's more Easter, more Jesus. Turn the page. Go to the next chapter. Even when Jesus, following Jesus means walking in pain and suffering, or even if it might mean that you lose your respect among your peers, or even if it might mean that you're mocked or ridiculed, or even if it might mean that you have to confess Jesus to your death, just do it. Why? Because remember, there is more Easter, more Jesus. Even after death, turn the page. There's another chapter of life, even after death. There's another chapter of life, even after the grave. And today, you're taking Jesus at His word. So are our confirmands. Jesus invited the people of His day to take Him at His word too. He invited them to follow Him, and they did. And Jesus fed them. He fed the multitudes with five loaves of bread and two fish. And then He fed the disciples with fish on breakfast on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. A fish breakfast. And Jesus is coming to feed you too. But He doesn't feed you fish. He comes to feed you word, water, bread, and wine. And as you come to this altar to receive His body and to drink His blood for your salvation, He comes to you with the power of forgiveness, with the power of salvation. There are results when Jesus shows up. There were results on the beach that day. 153 fish. Someone took time to count them all. 153 is a lot of fish. Is that number significant? Well, one of our first century theologians suggested that there are 153 species of fish known to man. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Another early church theologian suggested there are 153 tribes and peoples and languages of the world. I don't know if that's true or not either. I didn't, I didn't research that. I don't know if that's accurate. 
But I do know the correct interpretation. I can say this, Jesus wants to catch you. And Jesus wants to catch everybody. He wants your soul. He wants your life. He wants your confession. And Jesus wants you to catch others for him. Jesus told his disciples, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. But why do we need to fish for people? Because there's more. Even with people who walk in unbelief, even with people who walk in darkness, turn the page, there's another chapter to life, an eternal life out there. What's going to happen to the unbelievers? As a child of God, what kind of future do you have? What does your future hold? Well, I can tell you what lies ahead. There's more Easter. More Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.